This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. So what do you say? Instead of just sitting there and recording 61, because the J360 Legion has waited long enough, how about doing the show live? You know, my phone really doesn't care for me nowadays. I need to get a better Jarvis than this, but let's get into it. What, what really happens on this show, because the best thing to do is just do it live. So that's what we're going to do today. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to the J-Bad Show here on J360 Radio. So everybody, how's it been? Welcome to the J-Men Show, I'm Jay of course, and yes, we are here live at J360 Studios right now, and I'd like to think that everything is coming together like it should. If not, I'll just do another one, I got plenty of time now. <laughs> oh, y'all just don't know what I do for you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there are times where you just don't feel like dealing with the responsibilities in life and then you just sit back and you chill a little bit and you just say nah I don't want to do this but then you realize you need the money for your business so you get out there and you trudge on through anyway but you know there's a new football season coming that means that hopefully the cyclone will be back on the air and before you know it me and the cyclone crew will be talking crap again like we normally do and just to get it out of my system go eagles (laughs) Hey, I think we could do it again. Now, a lot of y'all probably say, Jay, you're speaking a little too soon. You're being a little too biased. But you see, the thing about it is, it's not your first day here, right? So you should know how this is going to go. But you see, outside of the sister shows in J360, that's not something to talk about right now. There's a lot of good stuff going on out here in the media world. Uh, outside of the um, foolishness of Donald Trump and what's going on in the Washington White House, I know I said I was going to talk about it on another episode, but that might as well not be on this one. I just want to see how far the train wreck goes. You know what I mean? We're all disinvested in what's going on. You just can't help but see what happens next. Because this isn't the first time he was made a fool of by one world leader. This is the second time. Or I guess you can count all those other summit meetings where he just made a total ass out of himself. But the truth is, it's just, ew. Like right now, it's just 
imagine somebody washing themselves with waste and feces and trying to say that they're coming clean. Not a good look, right? But the thing about it is, is that is exactly what's going on regarding the cesspool that is pretty much the Trump Incompetence Inc. cycle. Because it's not an administration worth anything. I'm just wondering, like, which way do you go on this sort of circumstance? And what else can I say about him that I haven't said in the other 60 episodes? You know? What a way to go, ladies and gentlemen. But, that's not what I wanted to talk with y'all about. DC Comics is coming along, isn't it? Now, for those of you out there that have been sitting there mocking the DCEU, but pointing fingers at the DC Universe, you forget. DC Comics television has been pretty spectacular. DC animated features have been phenomenal. And not only that, but still, those heroes deserve a strong support system. Because the Marvel movies are just... You can say they're cookie cutter, you can say they follow a formula, and they kind of do. But the thing about it is, is that... You see, Marvel had at least an eight-year leap over DC. It just didn't come together for them right. Especially with the Green Lantern movie flopping like it did. So they had to go ahead and try to rebuild. And luckily, Man of Steel was there to go ahead and get them started. Because they had to hurry up and get a movie done. Otherwise, it would have went back to the rights of the family or the legacy of the family that created them. You know what I mean? It would have went right back to Sussler and um, Simon. And the thing about it is, is that I don't know what people's problems are with the DCEU films from time to time. I mean, some people say they're too brooding. Some people say they're too long. Some people say, hey, I just hate DC Comics and superhero comics in general, so I'm just going to go ahead and be a hater for all this stuff now because that's just what the industry is now. It's not as niche as it used to be. And you can say that for a lot of things. Like later in the show, we'll talk about gaming. We won't talk about that argument. But the problem is is that a lot of people will say that too. Oh, it's just not niche. A long time ago, before it was popular, this used to be my thing. Now I gotta run off and find something else to do and yada yada yada. No, you can enjoy it, but the thing about it is it's just make room for the mainstream. Like when these movies come out, you know, one one thing's gonna happen. Either your character will get more popular, or everybody will talk about how the movie sucks and in doing so makes the character popular anyway. You just have to learn how to deal with it. And the thing is, a lot of y'all are like, oh, I hate shared universes too. Well, once again, (laughs) go back under that rock. Because, see, the thing about it is, this is what is going on now. You just have to learn how to deal with it. But I will say this about the DCU. There have been some bumps in the road. Like, Justice League could have been a lot better than what it was. Still, there are parts in it that are enjoyable. Like Aquaman, for instance. There are so many Aquaman fans out there now. Everybody's just sitting there saying, I can't wait till the movie, I can't wait till the movie. Oh, it's coming, and by the looks of that trailer, we're in for a treat. You can say the same thing about the Shazam movie that's coming. Which, to this day, I still call him the Big Red Cheese, or I also call him by his name that he's really not associated with anymore because, you know, reasons. And not only that, you'll be confused because I guess they're gonna call him Shazam in the movie, maybe, but... You know, his real name, and I want to do this to purposely flare up people, his real name is technically Captain Marvel. Billy Batson, yes, but the superhero alter ego is called Captain Marvel. There's a whole big mess about it. I'll link it to you all so you can read about it in regards to, like, the name and why it's Shazam now and all that issues. But 
He was just as strong and on par with Superman back in the day. It used to be owned by a different comics company called Wiz Comics, and then DC bought out Wiz Comics, and then, you know, one thing led to another. We just can't have two Supermen on the same team, per se. So the whole rivalry between Superman and Captain Marvel has always been there. And they play up on it nowadays. So, hopefully in a Justice League sequel or something down the road with the DCU and where it's going to, we'll probably see something like that. I'm still holding out for the next Man of Steel sequel because I just can't wait. I, I can't get enough of Superman. It's not to say that I'm a huge Superman fan, mind you. Oh, because that would just totally piss off the Batman fans out there that actually enjoy this show. And then there's the ones on the Superman side like, you have to pick one or the other. Actually, I'm going to pick both and just ignore you all. Because that's just how I do. I like them both, ladies and gentlemen. If they're not too busy fighting each other, like how Frank Miller wants you to believe they act the idea is is that you should just enjoy the characters for their worth and the fact that they're finally in a shared universe together you know people miss out on that all the time uh but there is one thing about the dcu that i'm kind of iffy about it's the joker movie yeah uh just like what concept are they going for with it you know what i mean like i want to know the story I'm sure, pretty sure I gave you all this argument at one time when it was about the Venom movie. Even though the Venom movie looks great. It looks phenomenal. I can't wait to see how that all plays out in October. My birth month, yeah, remember? We don't necessarily talk about birthdays anymore. No, the whole month is ours wholesale. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So as I go on about that, I'm excited to see how Eddie Brock comes together in this movie. A lot of y'all were talking about, should Agent Venom get a movie? And I'm like, you mean he's not, in a way? I thought they were taking all the examples of the Venom mythology and putting it into this movie. But, hey, maybe some of you guys already know a little bit more than me, but that's why we have a community. You know, let me know these things sometime. Like, send something at the J360 Legion Hall, or send me an email about it. You know, because, hey, that's what the Legionnaire way is. Go ahead and share some information, and... You know, I'll bring it out here on the show, and who knows, I could probably bring some of you guys in here to talk. But I'll be honest, when it comes to these movies, I think they finally realized when Suicide Squad came out that a villain movie, villain-centered movie, I should say, could actually work. A villain-protagonist type feature isn't a bad feature, as long as you know what you're doing with it. And, see, there are some people that want to... break away from the three-act structure. They want to do their own thing. They want to be auteurs. They want to go ahead and say, you know what, the heck would establish canon. This is my take. Yeah, but as you've all heard when I spoke with Summer on last episode, you know, it doesn't always work out well. Especially if some people don't get what you're marketing here. And, you know, Fox is also guilty of this too, because whether the merger goes through or not, there's still that idealism that they want to release that Doctor Doom movie. And I wonder how that's going to work out. So are you going to have Doctor Doom, like, suit up to stop a, another evil force? Because there are times where he teams up with the heroes. But you got to also realize that it just feels better when he's out making Reed Richards' life a living hell. It, it's just better when the Joker is out making Batman's life a living hell. If not the Riddler or Two-Face or basically anybody from his rogues gallery in general. It's just that they don't want to have this happen yet. I guess this is like the big act. Like when 
you know, like who who is playing Batman nowadays? Is it still Ben Affleck? Have we cleared that up yet? Is he is he still the guy? You know, send me a message if you all know, because as far as I know, that that's still a very open role that needs to be played. But as I think about it, though, if we ever get back into this, I would like to see, you know, Batman take on the Joker eventually. I want to see that happen in this new era. But I think because we're all still used to the Dark Knight, that they're probably just saying, oh, no, no, let's let's ride this out a little bit. Yeah, okay. On one hand, it sounds like a good idea, but on the other hand, it's pretty boring. You know? Like, I get it. Like, he has a significant rogues gallery. All these heroes should have one. Even though I think Iron Man's rogues rogues gallery is like the weakest one. I mean, for all his powers and all his suits, it's like, you know, his personal rogues gallery pretty much sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, like look at it sometime, you know? Don't get offended as I say that, but just look at it sometime and be like, you know what? I can see, I can see. You know what I'm saying? But going back into the whole Batman mythos here, I understand you don't want to tell the same old story. You don't want to tell and accidentally kill the Joker off. You don't want to do any of that kind of stuff. You know, you want his most ultimate villain to be saved for last. I get that. So who's he going to face first, exactly? Who's going to be the one to test him? And then the second one, who's going to be the one to raise the stakes a little bit? And then the third one, who's going to lead him up to the Joker? Is Harley going to do all that? Because, you know, for what it's worth, I just find Harley annoying. I do. I think she's attractive and all that kind of stuff. Which, hell, there's a lot of fanboys that do the same thing. And a lot of girls aspire to be her. Which makes me wonder about them sometimes. Because if you know the nature of the character, it's like, you know, maybe you should aim a little higher. But then again... You know, it is what it is. I just find her character annoying. But, going back into it, though, it's like, you know, where are we going with this? And the Joker really doesn't have... He has an origin, but he kind of doesn't have an origin. He always just existed. And you see, a lot of people like to play around with the idea of how he got that way. Some of you think he take he took an acid bath. Some of you think that he's just a failed comedian that... Well, actually, that goes with the acid bath thing. But still, at the same time, some people really don't know who he is. He just exists. And pretty much a counter-thesis to the way Batman is. And that's pretty cool. But it's like, you know, you can go ahead and announce these films, but give us some storylines behind them. That's all I say. But so far, they're doing doing a lot better now with Shazam and Aquaman. So you got something to look forward to. And I'm just like, yeah, bring it on, DC. Bring it on. Oh, and in doing so, DC TV, DC Universe, let's see, $75 a year, $8 a month. Now, how in the world am I going to pay for this and still go ahead and do the things I love to do? Sure, I could work overtime. Sure, I could get a second job. Sure, I could start robbing people, but I'll probably not do the show for a while. But the thing about it is, oh God, the payoff is so nice, though. I might go for that yearly plan because, see, not only are you getting access to the newest shows that they're making, you're also getting access to lots and lots of comics and the animated features they have. All of them. It looks like a big deal coming through, and I and I just can't see myself passing it up, you know? I mean, the Titan show, from what I see on the trailer, looks pretty good. Blew away my expectations outside of the production film. You know, production photos, I mean. Like, the photos didn't really do the show justice, but now that you're seeing how everything is working out a little bit, 
kind of kind of has a selling point here. A lot of y'all are offended by the whole F Batman thing that Robin threw down, but this is the Dick Grayson Batman, you know, relationship. There are times where that relationship has hit rock bottom. And you can tell that this Robin is brooding and tired and just really doesn't want to do the hero game anymore, but he just finds himself having a hard time pulling away from it. And then he meets up with Raven, who is also lost. And the thing is about teen loss and teen angst and all that kind of stuff, it happens. It really does happen. It's dark and brooding, yes, but still at the same time, there's a story there. And maybe there's a connection when all the other Titans meet up and they start to work together as a team or at least be a community to each other. So as you look at it, him saying F Batman, there's a falling out that has taken place. And when Robin was on the Teen Titans for a while, especially if it's Dick Grayson, you know, him and Bruce never saw eye to eye at times. So he's probably transitioning more into the Nightwing that we know and love. And that's cool. Uh, Now, I heard Jason Todd is supposed to be making an appearance in this series. So that kind of has me looking into that direction. So I'm not fully giving up on it. Not giving up on it at all. It's, but that also, as I think about it, that wasn't the real selling point that got me interested in DC Universe. The Swamp Thing showed it. And, of course, Doom Patrol. Now, you might think X-Men kind of was the first dealing with um, ca- characters that had unusual powers and disliked by the main populace. Well, you see, years, a couple of years ago, I want to say... Doom Patrol came first with the concept. It just wasn't as popular as X-Men, but it came first with it. And just by the fact that you all pretty much know what Doom Patrol is, because those of you that are fans of the Titans, especially Beast Boy, should know that Doom Patrol is the actual team that Beast Boy came from. So it's one of them kind of things that shows connection and continuity And I want that to work out. I want to see that these characters get the limelight. I want to see like a lot of people enjoy them for what they're worth. And if you put them in other mediums, which is why the movie market is so big for these characters right now, it's giving new life. Outside of those that just don't have the time to read or they're just like, you know, I don't feel like reading comics and stuff like that or just never were into comics. So it's kind of a good thing, you know, and it keeps the stories alive. And in a way, when you retell something that's familiar to the fans, but you also tell something that's interested to other people that are not about the comics life, it works out. Now how some people go about trying to meet that side of things, not Ryan Johnson, mind you, you see, it kind of works out. And speaking of Ryan Johnson, though, a lot of y'all are still trying to say he should not get his own trilogy. He should not get any of these things. It's like, meh, it is what it is, remember. Is Disney and Disney owns Star Wars right now? Well, owns Lucasfilms. So they're going to do what they can to make money off of it. Just at the same time, don't take it too seriously. Just be like, <laughs> hell, Star Wars ended for me when Luke brought Vader back from the light side. You know what I'm, Well, brought Vader back from the dark side. Bleh, can't talk tonight. Which is odd. But the thing about it is, is that, you know, don't be too surprised if certain things change. Because sometimes change is a good thing, but... Then you realize like certain things that aren't too familiar to you, you know, you probably wouldn't want to deal with. So, you know, you just go into a whole different show. Personally, if things don't go right as far as the Titan show goes, at least I got other places to go to. I can go to the Doom Patrol show. I can go to Swamp Thing. I don't really care for 
Harley Quinn, so we'll skip that. But then I can watch Batman the Animated Series anyway, or Superman the Animated Series, because it's been a long time. So I can just sit back and chill with those. So there's always a place I can go. And that's just the way the setup is for this DC Universe that I'm proud of. And then there's some things that are really looking up regarding it. Because who knows? Maybe they could do like a Batman serial special or something like that. You know what I'm saying? The sky's the limit. I just want to see like where all this stuff is coming together. Now, another thing. Going back into 2019 movies. Or actually... Yeah, let's go into 2019 movies, because I was going to save that for another episode, but why not this one? You see, Godzilla also dropped a trailer today, and damn if it doesn't look good. I mean, Ghidorah, Mothra, Rodan, and it's not even just a regular Rodan coming out. It is an atomic Rodan coming out. I cannot wait for this. And then, like, you see, like, there's going to be a lot of action, a lot of battles, Oh, I, this this needs to happen. And I hope that there's going to be a video game released with it, too, just like the other one. You know, because uh, the other one that was on PS4 was kind of slow, sluggish, or whatever. Now, if they go back to the tournament fighting abilities of all those monsters, that would be great. I would love that. And then, it's all leading up to Godzilla vs. Kong. Now, I don't care if it's a foregone conclusion to see, like, Oh, Godzilla will show that he's the king of the monsters and everything. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. The movie's going to sell anyway because of how great the franchise is. But then you realize what's coming in 2020 to follow this film. Oh. Oh, the grand battle of it all is just unbelievable. Because some people are right, like right now, they're saying, who's going to win that? And then some people have actually watched the classic 1963 film, and they're just like, well, you know, um, it was a stalemate. Or no, King Kong won. And the truth behind that is, King Kong did win in the original one. But this time, things have gotten a lot different. So how they handle this franchise and where it's going, you know, I'm alright with it. And they even got Eleven from Stranger Things on there playing a role. So, I'm excited. And then I think I saw J.K. Simmons in the trailer. So, stuff to look forward to. It's just that, you know, I just hope we don't get bogged down with a lot of talking and all the teasing that happened in 2014's Godzilla film. Because as I look back on it now, I know I gave it, like, honorable mention on one of the J360 postings. But as I look at it again with fresher eyes, it was pretty decent. It wasn't too bad. Because... The only thing is, is that I didn't like when the uh, people fired at Godzilla and Godzilla didn't retaliate. Because usually he does. But maybe he was just busy attacking the Mutos to care. You know what I'm saying? He's like, ah, the hell with you. I'll get you in the sequel. You know? That's my only thing about it. But yeah, just a lot of business going on now. And I'm just happy for it. I I hope that, you know, as we go ahead and keep making these films, they're all going to come to a you know come to a head and the thing about dc is it's unfair for a lot of us to have our superhero fatigue and say oh we're tired of superhero movies and tired of all this stuff and i can get that because it's been 10 years to get us to fighting thanos and even then you know you wonder what's next you always wonder what's next and then you're like you know i'm just tired of i can't stand the the weight the suspense i can't stand all this other stuff 
But you see, the thing is, there's are there are different kinds of movies out here being produced. But you kind of want to take a look at them sometime, and you kind of want to be like, all right, let's just give these movies a chance. Let's look at some of these independent markets here. Let's go ahead and say, all right, these are the movies that I want to see. This is where we're going. So, like, the the wealth of stories and films that you want to see are out there. But the thing about it is, it's up to us to market them. Because I guess at some point along the line, executive meddling comes in, or the people that market the film run out of money or whatever. It's just like how I have a community here, and you all have a community out there. We can go ahead and do synthesis and just push all that stuff out there. Get the attraction going. That's how you help your local artists and everything. You know, and and the thing is, is that it's possible to do. I mean, if you're feeling that Hollywood has ran out of ideas. I know a lot of you guys groaned at the idea of a RoboCop sequel coming. And it's not just a sequel per se, or a reboot per se. It's pretty much a 10-year sequel to the original one. Uh, well, it's not even 10-year, it's a uh, 30-year, but you know what I'm saying. It's just, these movies are being made because that's what we're familiar to. But if you want something a little bit more, well, hey, start making it yourself. Start writing your screenplay. Start getting your idea together. Start looking at people to help you promote and push your film out there. Like right now, I plan to do at least five films in 2019. I plan to. Now, the thing is, is to make sure that the script is together finalized, shipped over there to WGA East, and make sure that everything is together the way it's supposed to be so you can go ahead and produce these things. And the thing is with me, I'm always looking for people to help out. So, you know, all it is is just communicate, get your ideas out there, be a part of a unit, and work together. And it's going to take some time for me to get J360 Productions flying, but I'm going to put the time in anyway. That's why I'm usually very tired at night. But, you know... It's how you juggle and how you make it work. And the truth is, is that as I have this new YouTube channel, which this episode's going to be uploaded to after I'm done speaking to you all live, <laughs> it wouldn't hurt if you guys would just come on over and, you know, give it a good look sometime. Especially as I'm building it, because we're still under construction right now. But I hope to take some of the J360 radio shows and add some video to them. Give you guys something to look into. But yep, so, these movies that are coming out right now, other than, you know, Avengers Part 2, which I heard, like, the title for that is called Endgame or something like that, you never use Endgame unless you're never going to make more movies, which is what I kind of wish movie companies would quit throwing, like, the final title. This is the final title. It'll never be the final title, especially when you make enough money. And a prime example of that is Friday the 13th, the final chapter. You know, once you make money, (laughs) you're going to keep going on as you milk that. But that's a little bit of a business kind of conversation. I'm just doing a casual ramble for this episode for you all. So, you know, nothing too big, nothing too small. Especially as I'm getting back in the swing of things. And I was also thinking for next week regarding episodes 62 and 63, how would you all like a double special next week? You know what I'm saying? It's been a while since I've done one of those. And I think it's high time that you all did get one. At least again, as I'm working on like the 60s set here. So yeah, go ahead and do a 62 for Wednesday and a 63 for Thursday. And that's something to look forward to. And for those of you out there in the music community, 
or in any sort of the independent arts community, if you want to be on the show sometime for an interview or a spotlight, well, let me help you out with that. Shoot me an email at j360productions at outlook.com. Put in a subject for spotlight interview. And just go ahead and let me know what you want to talk about. And hey, you got your spot. And I will happily talk to you and get your name out there. And, you know, we'll get you on the ball. And everything will work out in the end. And we'll just handle that business. Because that's what it's all about. And I also have an announcement for you Powerplay fans out there. Well, due to circumstances beyond my control, I can't do the show as live as I'd like to. So I'm going to have to figure out another method. I'm going to have to use the first method I did all the way back in 2007 to get you guys going. So I'll go ahead and I'll work on that method. But I will be happily announcing that there will be a new episode happening next week. Yep, you all got something to look forward to. I want to get more content out there for you all. And not to sound like Peter Monolue, because I've been doing a pretty good impression of that. <laughs> going ahead and telling you guys these things and then there are times where delays come in and I apologize for every delay we've had but you know it's been a 10 yard fight but hey I'm staying in the ring you guys are going to get something nice next week so you're going to get let's see two J-Men show episodes and a power play episode and yeah for those of you wondering if I'm going to pick up with the Doom video game yeah of course because Doom Eternal comes out later this year so I gotta get ready for that so we're going to go ahead and play through the rest of Doom. And then the next game is a secret. Because I want to surprise you all. Because I'm not just sticking to one generation for the Power Play series. As a matter of fact, I'm going to bounce around all the gaming generations. So it's going to be interesting. Even some of the portable games will not be left behind in this. So it's going to be a pretty, pretty, pretty interesting remainder of the year. From here until like 2000 and maybe 22. Maybe that's when I'll stop doing a power play. Who knows? Because I have a lot of fun doing it. But I also, and I, and I know that some of y'all have noticed that I do have a camera for it now. So get ready to see expressions, face cams, and all that wild stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. But, yep, it's near the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. And that's all I have for you for episode 61. I know it's been a bit of a ramble, but... You guys deserved it, and the thing about it is is that I needed to go ahead and do something on the mic, because there's no better place I'd rather be than here making the show for you. And, you know, just to get those greenbacks, that's why I put in those extra hours. So, that's why I just sit there and I'm like, you know, damn, on one hand, I don't want to go do this extra, this extra work, but I need the money. Money. And that's all the word that echoes in my mind as I go into where I need to go to. Nothing but money. <laughs> but hey, that does it for this episode. So I want you all to take care of yourselves. And I hope that we can get those double specials taken care of next week. And I don't see why I couldn't. Because I think, yeah, yeah, I think my portable setup could work. Yeah, so I'm going to figure this all out. But until then, you all take it easy. This is Jay, signing off. Catch you later.